Hello, we are not available now. Please leave your name and phone number after the beep. We will return your call. Hey, huge fan. Been following for a while. Just have a quick question. By any chance, are you former Ravens Super Bowl MVP Joe Flacco? For the 132nd time, I'm not Joe Flacco. This is not Joe Flacco, the podcast. Got Doug here. Um, hey, week one preseason's in the books. Everybody's played. All the rookies have played. Jordan Love played. We go over that. Jamal Adams got paid. We go over that. But Tim Tebow a- got cut. Tim Tebow got cut. Josh Rosen got cut. Patrick Mahomes' shoes looks like he just cut some grass. Should get cut. Yeah. Um, but the the big news that supersedes all of this, and news I'm just personally thrilled with, I'm not the commissioner of my fucking fantasy football league anymore, and I couldn't be fucking happier. You motherfucker could not be happier. Yeah, I'm, I still got money to collect from people from my league. That's the worst part about being commission. Scheduling the draft and collecting the money. I, I've I've become for scheduling the draft. I'm just I kind of don't give a shit anymore. It's like, yo, we're doing it Tuesday at six thirty California time, nine thirty East Coast time. Like, I hope you can make it. Um, it's so easy. You can do it on your phone. You can do it from anywhere. Like that's that's uh, something that's not as stressful as it used to be for me. I I'm, I don't know if I'm like too much of like a people pleaser or something, but like I I just want everybody to be in like a good like you know have their their cheat sheet set up and be ready. And it's like I'm just sitting there and like because the boys in in the group message were like, dude, when's the draft? When's the draft? When's the draft? When's the draft? And I said. I'll do it this weekend. And the weekend came and it was just a fucking rough weekend. The reason the podcast got delayed. So Friday. I'm I'm tangenting my own fucking story here. Friday. At about two o'clock, my Internet just goes out completely out. No idea why. Can't reset it. Unplug it. Plug it back in. And it's, we just had it installed. We got the new fiber thing. And anyway, we're stoked. Except the internet goes out Friday at 2. So they can come out Saturday at 10 a.m. Pumped. Fine. He comes out. Turns out he's there for about an hour. He's checking the pole. He's checking under the house. He's doing everything. Finally, he gets to the little box at the, at the back of the house the, the, where the, the, the cable comes in from the, from the, the pole. Yeah. And the fucking dog is chewed through it. Ugh. So. And um, so he replaces it and gets done with all this shit about noon. And then at six o'clock, the fucking Internet goes out again on Saturday. Oh, and I, I, as soon as I see the book, because I'm, I'm in there on my phone and all of a sudden Instagram goes a little weird. I look up. The fucking there's a little spinning thing on the Apple TV and that fucking blinking red light on the fiber optic thing is 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 fly on the mo- on the modem is flashing. And I sprint out to the fucking backyard, sprint through the kitchen, back out to the backyard and the dog jumps over the little planter 
and looks at me like wasn't doing anything. Oh. You, you didn't see me doing anything. And I walk over and there's like four crimps in it. And I'm just sitting there going, motherfucker, why didn't I block him off? Like, why didn't I put up? I'm like, oh, he's got a taste. A for why don't I fix this? Such a stupid fucking unforced error. So Saturday night, no internet. Sunday all day, no fucking internet. Um, oh, it goes out during the Niner game. Oh, my God. It goes out during the Niners preseason game, but Trey Lance has already done his stuff and and I'm good there. And and you know, just kind of walking around the house fully erect. Um and fully torqued, bro. Just just torqued. And um uh we get to and and but so then the rest of the night Saturday, all day Sunday, all day Monday, up until noon today no three o'clock today because the guy was late today so i could barely work yesterday and today um i was gonna try and do the podcast last night but i was like that's why i was just like when when my kid wasn't going to sleep i'm just like you know what i'm not gonna fight this because like i was gonna have to download it over fucking i was gonna have to hot spot download it was just like oh fuck this so um anyways so that's why the podcast was delayed today. Um, but what fucking story was? Oh, the the anyway, the boys are fucking like, hey, so that's my weekend, right? I'm completely internetless with two kids. And like we're having to, I'm running my Apple TV off of the hotspot on my phone just so I can play fucking Blues Clues on the fucking <laughs> screen just to keep them fucking sane. Yeah. And, uh, and the boys are like, when's the draft? When's the draft? When's the draft? And I like, Monday morning, I'm just like, you know what, guys, I didn't, I didn't ask. I didn't say, does anybody want to be commissioner? I just said, I'm not fucking doing it. Not doing it. Yep. A weight was lifted off my shoulders. And uh, um, as soon as somebody, uh, Travis, volunteer, Travis and like Wheeze both volunteered Tommy. And Tommy was like, sure. And I think before Tommy could even realize it, I'd already assigned him commissioner powers. <laughs> I I'd texted him the, I'd done all the franchise tag um, calculations, texted him the fucking, um, the franchise tag rule and was like, I'm good. I'm out. This is your fucking, this is not my circus anymore. Not my fucking monkeys. And um, ah, best decision I ever made. Commissioner Tom. I like it. Yeah. Um, I couldn't be happier. Tom is my fucking hero. I'm going to buy him a bottle of tequila. Yep. Yeah, no, that's, that's gotta be a good feeling. I've, I've definitely, I've almost handed it over two or three times my league to uh, our buddy, Greg. Um, but I'm excited. I don't know why I'm excited. A little bit more excited than usual this year for fantasy. I don't know why I can't tell you why you got to be irrational about something and the Browns, you, you can't be irrational about the Browns anymore. Right. Um, yeah. So you've got to you've got to put that energy somewhere else. I like it. I got some sleepers. Got some deep sleepers for this year. Feeling good about my drafting. I'm keeping uh, in my league. I'm keeping. I've got Stafford for a buck. I've got Brendan Ayuk for a buck. Still have Kenny Galladay for a dollar, and franchising Kittle for twenty. It'll end up being twenty-two. So. 
I've I've got that's my that's my core right there. I'm gonna need to go with some running backs, but that's my core. So okay, okay. I I have no idea. I can't remember who's on my team in your league. I've the only the only two guys I remembered having on my team were Ayuk and Galladay. Yeah, and Galladay, of course, is already hurt, but he's a buck. He'll outperform his dollar. Oh yeah, yeah. So I'm not I'm not worried about that. Um, but I think Ayuk's going to be a top 15 receiver this year. Ooh. That's that's my guy. That's my guy. So, I like it. I like um, it. Anyways, sorry to everyone for delaying the podcast. Um, but we're back up. We're going. We're sorry. We'll be here, uh, we'll be here again on uh, Friday morning, or we'll record Thursday night and, and run it back Friday morning. Only three more star bench cuts to go. Before we get into, we have to figure out how to work start bench cut. Let's see, maybe like we even do like start bench cut as the uh, as a Patreon podcast. Yeah, I uh, I actually got some DMs. Like someone was worried that we're not going to be doing start bench cut once the season starts. I was like, oh, we're going to work it in there. But I had someone reach out to me, so I told them we'll still get some in there. All right, I like it. Well, if they if if it's uh, we'll we'll give the people what they want. So if if you demand a star bench cut episode every week, let us know. And, uh, yep. you know, my DMS are always open. Um, as always, uh, after the goat, not Joe and just Doug today. Yeah. But we do get a Trevor's hockey corner. We do get a Trevor's hockey corner. Don't, don't trip. Trevor's we pre-recorded Trevor's hockey pre-recorded. Corner. Yep. So he's he's going to Vegas. We were going to record last night. I said, "Hey, just log in, record Trevor's hockey corner and and we'll um we'll tack it onto the back end of the episode." So, it'll be there. Yep. It's a good one. After the goat, not Joe and the boys. Okay, well, let's talk some football. Um Jamal uh Jamal Adams. I keep calling him Jamal Lewis. And I've got to stop that. Yep. Jamal Adams got paid. Any he initial, got that. Any initial thoughts? He got that what linebacker money? Is that what he wanted? That was the threat, right? So he was the the way that Pro Football Talk reported it on Twitter was that the Seahawks made him his fine made him a final offer, and he was like Nah, and they said, "Fine, fuck you. We're just gonna franchise tag you like the next three years." And he said, "Fine, I'll I'll apply to be a linebacker because of the way you use me, and so it's gonna cost you more money." And they said, "Yeah, bullshit." And they like the Seahawks stuck to their final final offer, which I mean made him the highest paid safety in the league by two and a half mil per season on average. So like he's 10, he's, he's more than he's probably 15% higher salary than the second highest paid safety in the league. So I'm not, you know, it's, it's a good deal for him. Four year extension, 72 million, 38 million guaranteed. Yeah. That's some cheddar. It's a good deal. Yeah. Good for him. Good for him. Good for I like them. When, I, I like when guys get paid. I really like when division rivals give up two first round picks and then have to make somebody the highest paid player in the in the league. 
at their position. At their position, yep. That's that's he's got as many sacks or since 2017 as Jadavion Clowney. Well, that's gonna change this year. He's got so. more sacks than Eric Armstead, just in case people thought I was being a complete fucking homer. He's got more sacks than Eric Armstead over the same time period. Um his sack like his sack numbers are absurd. He gets after he's a blitzer. Absurd. Well, if they you just, make that kind of money, you better be. Just stacking him up against like here's some uh, he's got since 2017. Um let me just plug this in. Is that his rookie year? 2017 is his rookie year, yeah. Um, as many sacks as Clowney. More sacks than D Ford. Um, oh, I put a I put a limit on. Okay, so uh, let's see here. Adrian, he's got more sacks than Claiborne. Uh, Adrian Claiborne, more sacks than Shaq Lawson, more than Eric Armstead, more than Vic Beasley, um, Jonathan Allen, uh, Whitney Merciless, Dion Jordan. Dion Jordan came into the league in 2013, was the third pick in the draft, and he's got 13 and a half sacks in his career. And Jamal Adams has more than that in the last two years. Like he's, yeah, he had so he had nine and a half sacks in twelve games last year. That's pretty. Uh, that's his best year yet. Yeah, and and adding sacks every season, yeah. the sack total's gone up every single year. So yeah. now the 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 memes are fun, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right. Those are always fun, but yeah, you know, for for what he does, he's. Pretty fucking good at it. And yeah, now he's paid yeah. like it. Yeah, and that Seahawks defense. Uh, I hope it's worth it. <laughs> I, st- I mean, I, the Jets to me still won the trade. Getting getting two first for a guy that didn't, you know, they didn't they didn't want to pay for a safety for a safety, right? Yeah. But and yeah, I yeah. saw. George George Foster, I think the offensive, the retired offensive lineman, that's now a, a Twitter celebrity. Yeah, he uh, he said for that defense, Jamal Adams is, is it, it's worth it for that defense that that defense works best with safeties, and that's fine, but you're kind of bidding against yourself, right? Like. You, you give up the two firsts, plus you got to pay them all this extra money. And at the end of the day, other teams aren't going to value him as high as you value him. It's this is kind of similar thing we do with running backs all the time, right? Uh-huh. Like the the offers they get from their team that they're currently on is almost always higher than what they get on the open market. If you look at like Melvin Gordon and and Le'Veon Bell and some other guys that. If you just let these guys hit the market, their market value is almost always lower than what their own team is willing to pay them. And I guess that's like a 
there's some culture stuff there, right? And you want to like pay the guys that are in your system and that you know, and there's bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush and, and all that bullshit. Yeah. But you're yeah, still bidding against yourself. There's the risk of letting them hit the market and losing them. So that's where you come in and say, I'll pay you this much. Get you a little bit more. Right. So, they yeah. might they might get their, you know, they they hit the market, they realize their feelings are hurt. They don't want to go back to you for less money than you originally offered them. So just to save face, they'll go somewhere else. Cause like there's well, who's you know, uh, who's the guy in the NBA everybody's killing right now? Um, oh, he was um, on the Lakers, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. Did you see his what his deal was? He like turned down eighty four million, and then he just signed with the Celtics for the mid level exception, like five point nine million. That's all time hustling backwards. Whoo, hustling backwards, all stars. Dennis Schroeder, he's German, I think, or something like yeah. that. But yeah, but yeah, that's uh, that's an example of what not to do. And I and I think that's what uh, that had to have been what was going through Jamal Adams' mind with like. Okay, if they're just gonna if they're serious about this franchise tag, and and when we talk about a couple episodes ago, we talk about you know the franchise tag keeping salaries down. That's what this did, right? Because Jamal Lewis is taking a deal he wasn't entirely happy with because the alternative is all the risk is on him, all the injury risk is on him. Exactly. Because if they're going to franchise him for two or three years, then he's got to stay healthy every year for two or three years. Whereas if you just sign the contract and it's not worth as much as you want, then at least you've got the $38 million guaranteed that come hell or high water, you're getting paid. Yeah. And then you can always just pull a Xavier Howard and sign a contract and then bitch about a year and a half later. Yeah. And get your, and get your new contract. You know what? Jamal Adams, be my guest. Send it. Yeah. Love it. Um, I don't know where the and the Seahawks still have Dwayne Brown to sign. Is he sitting out too? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they got some big name guys that have not been practicing. Not that either of these guys need a ton of practice, but yeah, you hate to see it, don't you? I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm. I'm driving the Russ for MVP bandwagon. And, you know, if the defense was a little worse, would that make, you know, Russ look a little better? Sure. He's got to win games, though. You know, with, with the left tackle out, maybe he runs more. Maybe maybe he rushes for 800, 900 yards this season. Or maybe he takes a big hit. We don't want that. We want Russ to win the MVP. Yeah. At least get some votes. A, we'll start with a vote. Start with David. I'm petitioning uh, the the uh, the NFL to give for a vote this year as a as now a, a, a podcast, a, an NFL focused podcast, at least one day a week when we're not start starting and benching and cutting people. So yeah. we'll see. I'm I'm applying. We'll see what happens. Good luck to you. You got my vote, and and that's appreciated. Yeah. You know, so if we can if we can start a little grassroots effort, get not get a get somebody who doesn't even go by their real name an MVP vote. Uh, where are we mailing this to? Um, <laughs> uh, you're just you're mailing it to Nacho Flacco. It doesn't Nacho matter where Flacco. you send it. 
I'll get it as long as you mail it to not Joe Flacco. It's kind of like when kids send uh, letters to Santa for Christmas. You don't got to put an address down. You just put it to Santa. It yeah. gets there. Yeah. The, 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 the post office knows where, knows where it goes. They know. Yeah. Kind they of, know kind a of guy. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Um, and sad news. Sad news gonna, today. I was just are we staying inside the division with this one? Um. Well, I mean, we we've are is are we talking the same sad news that I was talking about? That if wait, we're, if we're staying in the division, we are. If we're staying in the division, the sad news is that Josh Rosen has been cut. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Okay, all right. So this guy has been. How many teams has he been on since 2018? This was four. Four Cardinals, Dolphins, Bucks, 49ers. And there's people that said he was the best quarterback in that draft. Yeah. Mel Kuyper, no. who's never wrong. Ever. Ever wrong. Said that was his guy. Josh Rosen. And everybody yes. else was kind of worried, like, ah, is he too smart? Is he a little lippy? You know, and they're like, no, you want a guy with that kind of attitude. And, and then the Cardinals took him and took basically one look at him and said, this was a giant fucking mistake. And I wonder what the problem is, because he obviously wants to play. I mean, maybe he's just trying to get maybe I mean, maybe he's smart enough to know that the best job in sports is a backup quarterback. And he's just trying to find a team that'll give him the clipboard 16 games a year. Yeah, or maybe he just got gobbled up by the by the NFL machine and gobbled up and spit out. Just just uh being on all these different teams, getting cut, not getting the nurturing that all these young quarterbacks need. Some of them get, some of them don't. They so can destroy you. Who can who can you think of that has had a worse first four years in the league? That's actually stayed in the league. Like I'm I'm not even sure Jamarcus Russell was 
like in the league. That was my first thought. It was Jamarcus Russell. Um, the Browns didn't do Deshaun Kaiser any favors. I'll tell you that. And no. those, uh, those zero oh, and sixteen, and just throwing that guy to the wolves. I mean, yeah. I mean, we could. Do you just want to talk Browns quarterbacks? Or we just go. <laughs> <laughs> we could probably focus on that. Well, why don't you pull the? Why don't you? You work through your your Browns because you got Baker now. You can, you yeah. can. It's okay. You can. Uh, um, I mean, we can go back to '99. I mean, Tim Couch got put in a rough situation. Felt bad for him. Uh, Brady Quinn comes to mind. Mostly Notre Dame quarterbacks, Deshaun Kaiser, <laughs> Brady Quinn. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, shit, dude. There's people that had high expectations for Charlie Fry. So that seems excessive. Yeah. So how much but, of the, like, because I've always thought that there's something to a quarterback's name that like the name means something. Yeah. What do you think of the name Charlie Fry? <laughs> I d- not much is the, yeah. you know, that's the answer The not much. Yeah. Tim couch. Cow. Cow. Furniture. Josh Josh Rosen actually doesn't, you know, it's not the worst in the world. Okay. Um I would I I was one of the ones I was like, you know, I was like, okay. Cuz who else was in that This was the 2018 draft? Yeah, that's uh Baker and Allen and Darnold and Darnold and Rosen and Lamar. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was out of there. Yeah, so. I mean, five quarterbacks in the first round, one of them's always bound to be a bust, and uh, Josh Rosen, ladies and gentlemen. Which is, I mean, also, you got to look at the Niners quarterback situation and say, like, this guy's got no chance, right? I mean, you got well, I think G that's part of, the reason, part of the reason they – they played him for basically a full half in the week one preseason game um, was I think because they wanted to get him some stuff so he can get him on tape. He had some good throws um, and get some stuff on tape and kind of get it. And so that they could get him out there. Right. Um, But yeah. So I think they picked up another quarterback, didn't they? Right after they let him go, did they Nate, pick up someone else? No, they've got they've been running with four. They had Nate Sudfeld, who was the guy that came in for uh, Jalen Hurts and the last week of the that when t- J- Doug Peterson was throwing the game. Yeah, that was that was him. So I pulled up first round quarterbacks from this century. Their first four years. Achilles yeah. Smith. Achilles Smith only threw three touchdowns. Ooh, ooh, that was a bad draft too. Kid McNown, see on there. Kid McNown's four. Yeah. Woo. So that was the McNabb draft. That was the couch draft. Achilles Smith, the, the right. two thousand. 
the 2000 draft. Let me see. Yeah, Tim Couch, Achilles Smith, Donovan McNabb, Cade McNown. Um, I didn't put draft? in. I didn't put. I didn't put in draft year here. You can put in draft year. I'm like 95% sure because obviously in hindsight, everybody was like, oh, they should have got McNabb. No, I think – uh, well, let's see here. All right. Um, I did something wrong there. Let me screw that up. The 1999 NFL draft. So, okay, so I don't – Cleveland Browns. Whatever I couch. whatever I pulled up here isn't isn't going to give me the the exact draft year, but it, yeah, like Couch was ninety nine because a Leaf was not, Leaf and Peyton Manning were ninety eight. That yeah. that puts Couch in ninety nine. Ooh, Culpepper was in that draft too. In the ninety nine draft. Yeah, yeah. So Achilles Smith only three touchdowns in his career. Paxton Lynch only four touchdowns in his career. Manzel, Paxton Lynch only got four starts. That's yeah. how bad Paxton Lynch was. A first-round quarterback in post, post Peyton Manning Denver, and he could only get four starts. Uh, Manzel, yeah. seven touchdowns. Cade McNown, only eight career touchdowns. Tua, now he's a rookie, 11 touchdowns. And he'll he'll climb up the the list here. No. Um, Dwayne uh, Ryan Leaf only twelve touchdowns. Brady Quinn only twelve touchdowns. Jesus Christ! You guys took the Browns took two first round quarterbacks within seven years of each other and got a combined twenty touchdowns from them. Nineteen. Cleveland baby. Liner. Tebow, who we need to talk about. Was that your sad news you were going to say before I brought up? I, th- I was going to lead. I was going to lead with with the clickbait. Yep. But, we, I mean, who would you? I'd rather have Josh Rosen running my team than Tebow. Well, Tebow's playing tight end. Did yeah, you see? I mean, he, did you see any of his high or should I say low lights? I loved him. I loved Dude, him. I granted. I mean. He's a professional athlete, but he couldn't even get his helmet around on some of those blocks. He looked terrible. He got thrown to the ground on one and looked like a quarterback trying to block on a kind of end around trick play thing on another. Yeah. Like he's, yeah. he weighs like 265 or something or 245. But you like that, he did not look interested. Yeah. Yeah, him him trying to be a tight end was just bad, bad news. Maybe an H back guy that can line up in the slot and a quarterback that does quarterback runs and wildcat shit, but putting him on the end of line of scrimmage and trying to have him block an NFL defensive end was a uh, good job, Urban Meyer. You you know who is vindicated though? <laughs> George that? Kittle. George Kittle for not inviting Tebow to his camp for denying Tebow admission to. Tight end nation or whatever the fuck they could tight end university. Yeah. I don't think there's too many people up in arms about Kittle, not bringing in a not tight end. (laughs) 
Well, it's like they brought in, he brought in Jordan Matthews, right? And Matthews had never played um, tight end before. But yeah. Matthews at least had at least been a wide receiver in the NFL. Like he'd been a pass catcher and just yeah. wanted to put on some weight. Bigger, bigger fail Kelvin Benjamin's comeback or Tim Tebow's comeback? Mm, I mean, Kelvin Benjamin got cut sooner, right? Yeah. I mean, Tebow at least got into a preseason game. Yeah, I mean, and, and yeah, he got in there, and all the guys in the locker room saying he was uh, he had a great attitude, which you would expect from Tim Tebow, right? So the locker, it's not like he was being, you know, it's not like people were annoyed by his presence, from what I heard, at least. I don't know, um, but yeah, I would I would definitely say Benjamin because he like they were like, hey, coming at this weight, we'll give you a shot, and he couldn't even meet his weight, um, and then he just immediately starts talking shit on Joe Judge. That part I was fine with. Yeah? That part I was fine with. So, yeah, I would say definitely Kelvin Benjamin was the sadder comeback attempt. (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'm looking at this list of quarterbacks sorted in reverse order from least touchdowns to most most touchdowns in their first four seasons. Okay. Okay. Um, the these top, are first first the, round picks. These are these are all first round picks. The top three are Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, and Deshaun Watson is tied for second with this quarterback. Can you guess who that quarterback is? Is it Carson Wentz? You get the first name right. Carson Palmer. Yeah. Carson Palmer, okay. third, third, tied for second most touchdowns ever in a in a first round quarterback's first four seasons from this century. I know that's a lot of fucking qualifiers, but still filters on there. So here's the thing that jumped out at me though. Um, how many touchdowns behind Daniel Jones? For his career, is Justin Herbert right now? So one has played three seasons. Herbert's played one. Jones has played three, right? Uh huh. And he had what thirty-one touchdown passes. Yep. Barely squeaking by Baker Mayfield's twenty-seven. Who did that in less games? Well, Daniel Jones uh, has played. Daniel Jones has played twenty-six games, twenty-seven games, two seasons. Um. Two, uh, so seasons, what, two, two seasons it, for Daniel Jones. So I'm going to say Daniel Jones has thrown nine less touchdowns. Four. No, Daniel Jones has thrown four more. Four more? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I, here's, so I guess here's, here's the thing. Who gets to 40 touchdowns first? Justin Herbert, who's at 31, or Daniel Jones, who's at 35? Mm, I bet it'll be close. As bad as Alex Smith was his first four seasons in the league and as bad as that situation was, he was he still thrown 37 touchdowns in his first four seasons. That's not bad. I mean, it's less than 10 a year, but he was also hurt one year in there. Anyways, just, you know, this stuff's interesting. This stuff's yeah. this, this is fun. Um, 
Alex Smith threw more touchdowns in his first four years than Aaron Rodgers, but we'd expect that, I imagine, because Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. In those first, what, three years? Something like that, yeah. Um, um, Alex Smith uh, is going to be calling NFL games on ESPN. Did you see that? I'm thrilled. I'm, thr- I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm thrilled because I think he's got a little bit of, like, I don't give a fuck in him. Yeah. Like, he's a little, he's going to be honest. Like, it kind of in a uh, Peyton Manning, the what we'd want Peyton Manning, what we're hoping Peyton Manning would be. Like, maybe like a less jovial Tony Romo. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Um, it'll be like interesting Tony to see Romo what Alex seen some shit. Offers. Almost lost his leg. Yeah. Yeah, like if Tony Romo went to Nam, I think <laughs> that's that's what I'm expecting from from Alex Smith. A little more jaded Tony Romo. Yeah, yeah. I gotta look up. Is yeah, a little more jaded. Should be and should be a little more jaded. Yeah, rightfully so. Right. Uh, um, God, there's some wild stuff in here, man. Mitchell Trubisky threw more touchdowns in his first four seasons than Donovan McNabb. Yeah. Trubisky. Um, it's not good. Marcus Mariota. Yeah. He's, he, he threw 69 touchdowns. Nice. Nice. Flacco, more, Flacco 80. Just three wow. more than Eli. Okay. Anyway, this is just, you know, this will end up on, uh, you know, useless NFL stats at some point. This is what ends up happening. I do. I, I, I get a bug up my, I get a bug up my ass to be like, I wonder how like narrowly I can carve this stat. And then it's like, oh, okay. I can twist this into a meme. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. I like it. Um, That's how the secret sauce is made. Uh, all right. So the the long form thing I think we can talk about though is the 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 QB debuts from week one. Yeah. And um. Pretty positive, I think, for the most part, right? For all of them. Yeah, but there's degrees to it, for All sure. Right. Well, let's let's start with uh, Trey Lance. Oh, oh, do you do you want to do yeah. you want to start with him? That's the that's the one I'll pick. I mean, okay. if you want, we can we can start at the top of the draft. I watched every every second of the Browns Jaguars game, but I, just... I'd rather hear you talk about Trey Lance. I haven't, I haven't like tuned in to. Uh... So I'm in San Diego. I don't get because the preseason games are all on local television. I cannot see the Niners preseason games unless I buy the NFL game pass. So basically, I've spent $100 so that I can watch the 49ers preseason games (laughs) because of Trey Lance. So hopefully that $100 goes straight to the 49ers to do whatever they need to. But um, I was, 
I'd, I'd commented on somebody's page that I was more interested in seeing Jordan Love than Trey Lance. Yeah. Because there's more comedy in in Jordan. In, there's more, there was more potential comedy in, in Jordan Love. Now, yeah. here's where I have a knack. I swear I have a knack for fucking saying shit and somehow it coming back to bite me in the ass somehow. All it's right, like so be, be careful what you say here. Right. It's a it's a you know Russ for MVP type thing, but like it happens throughout my life. Like I was openly rooting for my firstborn to be a girl that ran her mouth like her daddy. <laughs> her dad being me, and I ended up with a boy who can't talk. Like literally can't talk. Um so <laughs> there's there's more of that stuff um you know kind of that that runs through 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 old not joe's life but like that's that's the most extreme example um right i feel myself i feel so much empathy right now for the bills mafia people that had to defend Josh Allen for two years while he looked like garbage, but like he had all the tools. Mm-hmm. So I'm, 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 I'm really hoping that Trey Lance, I, I just, I, you know, he had the, he had the 80 yard bomb, which was an amazing ball. Yep. Cross the body almost kind of back. Well, from the from the opposite hash mark to outside the numbers, right? Like probably 60 yards in the air, even though it was like 49 from like yard line to yard line. It was mm-hmm. probably 60, 65 yards in the air that he threw that ball with ease. Yep. Perfectly for a touchdown on his first completed pass as a professional. Yep. Uh, so how'd you feel? So how are you feeling? Uh, of erect. <laughs> At this point in the game, I'm I'm erect. This is okay. um this is just, where I'm at. Just full on, just diamond cutter. Just All right. yeah, stake tube. The All right. um the but the rest of the game went perfectly i think for the 49ers locker room yeah how so you i want jimmy to have the job for as long as he can this season and i want trey lance to have to take it from him rather than it being a toss-up and it being handed to trey lance this is the best roster a top three quarterback has ever gotten drafted onto. And he's also a guy that's only played one game in the last 600 days, some shit like that, 400 days, whatever it is, Um, not including the preseason game Um, at an FCS at a lower division level of competition. So like, I'm not clamoring for him to be inserted into the starting lineup. By any means. Um, 
that being said, I am very excited for him to take over one day. Could yeah, be this season. They, could be next season. Aren't they already talking like, oh, he's going to have a package? Aren't they already starting to hint at like, yo, this guy's getting snaps? He's going to get the the uh, Taysom Hill package. Yeah. Right? Um, that's going to be his thing, right? Um, I imagine if the Niners get down big in a game that they might throw him in there just as a, hey, let's, you know, get out there and, you know, you, you're the one that can fling the ball around. Go fling the ball around. Right. Um, but, yes, I'm – week one of the preseason went perfectly in my mind. I don't yeah. – I'm not worried about him. I'm not, I'm not sitting there going like, oh, shit, he looks in over his head. Oh, like, he missed everything, right? There was four – he had four drop passes. Yeah. Um, average depth of target was like 11 yards. Jimmy Garoppolo's was only like one. Um, <laughs> like they're just, they're different beasts. Right. And, and Shanahan is going to have, once they kind of iron out all the kinks, he's going to have a monster. It's just, can they iron out all the kinks? And that's always been the conversation around him is like, can, can they iron out the kinks? So this again, I led the charge uh, against Josh Allen for a year or two. And now I'm sitting here going like, God, if he could just work on his accuracy, you know, I think we might have something. So fuck me <laughs> is kind of where I'm going with this. What are you prepared to do? Um, yep. So that's, that's my, that's my Trey Lance take, I guess. Um, the two minute yeah, drills. I only saw his highlights. Yeah, I only the, saw his highlights. So the, the two the two minute drills didn't go well. He had like six throws that he made in a two minute drill, and like two of them could have been picked off. Um, yeah, there's some you know, but the my favorite throw of his wasn't the eighty yard touchdown throw, even though that was amazing. There was one where they were backed up on like their own one or two yard line. And they ran a play action uh, fullback dive thing, right? So it's like, and drop back, play action, drop back, found the tight end for like 30 yards from his own end zone. That was my favorite. That That was my favorite throw of his was like, this is as much pressure as he's been under in 400 days. And, um, and there's no issue. Yeah. Made, the, made the right read, perfect throw. We're good. So that was my favorite throw out of out of all of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, he yeah, I thought he looked good on what I saw. I mean, his completion percentage wasn't that great, but like you said, a lot of those were drops. So yeah, so there was like, feel good. There was four drops and then two balls that he threw that were technically laterals, but those yeah. went for like another 30 yards. So you know, there's there's plenty of good in there, but there's not so much good that we have a quarterback competition on our hands. And that's what I didn't want. Yeah. I didn't want a quarterback competition because this roster is also the best roster that Jimmy's ever had. Like Brendan Ayuk uh, uh, is going to be the best wide receiver that Jimmy Garoppolo has probably ever played with. Debo Samuel's 
this will be the first full season. If, if they can both make it through a full season, this will be the first full season they've played together. Um, and then you got Kittle. Like, this is as good an offense. This is the best offense Jimmy's ever ever been around, and and uh, I want to see what he can do with it. Yeah, yeah, no, he he better do something because I I think Trey Lance is going to be starting some games this year. Probably, especially if we can't. I mean, like right guard still is a problem for us, and and uh, we uh, Chris Jones steamrolled uh, our right guard a couple times. So yeah. yeah, we're gonna need to we're gonna need to figure that out. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, but the Browns went up against a rookie quarterback too. We sure did. Sunshine. How did, how did Sunshine look? Um, well, his first play, he got sacked, so that was kind of funny. Um, but I mean, when he had time to throw the ball, he dropped back and he's got a great arm, like, he's the number one pick for a reason. Um, he got, I think, he had you know, on the opening drive, he had two really big third down throws one was like third and 15, one was third and nine, and he made nice throws, so he looked pretty good. I just think it's going to be a struggle for him there in Jacksonville. I mean, they couldn't really get anything going against our second and third string defense. Like the Browns sat all their starters. And it's Jacksonville. So so he looked okay. I just don't think he's in a great situation. I don't think Urban Meyer's going to have any success in the NFL. T- Talent-wise, it's not – they're not – there's some skill position stuff between, you know, you got what uh, Robinson DJ. and uh, – Carlos running running back and ETN from Clemson as well, the rookie. So they have two good running backs, Robinson and ETN. And then they have, um, but charts and yeah, yeah, DJ shark, shark, whatever his name is. And and Marvin Jones looks like he's going to catch a bunch of balls. Yeah. He made some nice catches too during the preseason game. So, so, I mean, uh, yeah, he didn't. He didn't look. He didn't look bad by any means. He made some really nice throws. So it was a small sample size. That stout Browns preseason defense, baby. <laughs> <laughs> did um, but like Baker didn't even play, did he? No, no. They sat their entire starting offense and starting defense. Um, I think that's kind of part of the reason why I was so stoked on the Browns because they played good. Like holy shit! Like they've never had depth ever. It's like, well, shit, we might have some real depth. Like, our rookies played well. Like, Jeremiah Wusukoromo was a missile on the field. I don't know if you saw any of his highlights. No, I didn't. But he had, like, eight tackles, one sack, three tackles for loss. He was all over the field. Um, so that was that was nice to see. And he fell because of a medical reason? The heart thing or something? Uh, there, there was you know, The day after the draft, they were saying shit like that. But his heart's fine. There's no issues. So there we go. Browns um, win. So the the most interesting out of all of the guys making their debuts, though, to me this year wasn't anybody that was drafted this year. It's Jordan Love. Love. Yep. He looked good. Who looked really good. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he him. Didn't, he didn't have a preseason last year. He couldn't play, so we never got to see him. Um, but I thought he looked good. Yeah, like. I mean, Packers fans should feel good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's playing against a 
It's preseason. He's it's it's the first preseason game against the Texans. Like the Texans are going to start guys this year that wouldn't even make it out of training camp with a lot of other teams. Yeah. So I don't want to get, but like still 12, 17, 122 yards and through some lasers. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was, um, I was like, I was laughing, watching him, watching his house. It's like, damn, dude, that was good. He's, I mean, that's what they've said. They said he's, his potential is Mahomesy with his arm talent. Um, but obviously his numbers from his last year tell a different story too. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, good for him, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It would be, it, it would kind of be almost disgusting though to see them go from Favre to Rodgers and then have this guy be really good too. Uh, I think I'm against that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same, same. Um, I uh, I would like to make a, a quick fantasy football prediction. Um, Travis will draft Devin Funches. 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 Is he still in the league? Is he on Green Bay? He, he, he caught six balls for seventy yards from uh, from old J Love. J Lo. J Lo. <laughs> um, who else is there? Uh, uh, Jets guy, Zach Wilson. The, he looked decent. He looked he fine. Had some nice throws. Yeah, yeah, he looked fine. Um, he had one really nice one that we he threw out to the left sideline that was just kind of like, man, that was just a, a dime. Um, yeah. but yeah, he looked fine. There wasn't. I feel like you'd want him to throw to get more than nine throws, though. Yeah. Mike White and James Morgan combined for 28 throws, and Zach Wilson got nine. That that just seems to me like, why not give him half a football game to go out there and fling it around? Yeah. Just, well, I'm sure they'll... I, was it the next game? They'll probably starters will play a little bit longer yeah, but than I, usual. It's just, I mean, listen, who am I to fucking you know judge, right? But like at the same time, your starters play the first quarter, blah 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 blah. I, I'm just not sure that applies to a fucking rookie quarterback coming out of BYU. Like when you when you don't have this is not a quarterback battle. Mike White and yeah. James Morgan are are seventh round draft picks in Madden. Like they are not like, these are just, these are, these are Madden generated names here that Zach yeah. Wilson is going up against. Um, yeah. I would have just, I would have, I, I would have liked to see him. Could he have been the one that threw the ball 15 times easily? Right. I, I, I don't, I don't know what an extra seven throws would have hurt. Um, but yeah, he looked, he looked fine. He looked fine. Yeah. The um, what about Justin Fields? Did you see his performance? I did, and he looked awful, and then he looked good. Yeah, but he looked awful early, and then looked good in like the third quarter when you know these guys aren't going to be in the NFL. Yeah. So did you hear him say uh, the game was slow? Kind of slow. Yeah. You know, people always talk about the speed of the NFL. Everything moves faster. Yeah. Well, he said he had the 
the audacity to say things were slow. I was like, all right, buddy, careful what you wish for. Yeah, I would have liked, again, I would have liked him to have done better considering how slow the game was. Yeah. I would have liked for him to, you know, because there was some, there's some goofy shit in, uh, in those highlights. I mean, just because I watched every, I watched every play on NFL Game Pass from all these guys. Yeah. The way to kind of prep for now, I'm not charting anything or other. I'm just like, I'm getting a feeling, right? I sound, Feelings. Like, I, I sound like Colin Cowherd and that terrifies me. Um, nice. I mean, I would like his money. I just, you know, um, but yeah, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't at all blown away by the, by Justin Fields at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had two touchdowns. So he did a couple things nice, but. A scrambling, one of them was running, so a scrambling touching. I don't know how much that's going to count for in preseason stuff. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought all of them showed flashes. Like, every every one of the quarterbacks we're talking about had, like, a nice, you know, couple throws. are like, all right, that's an NFL throw. So. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. I'm just, like, thinking, like, for based – for given what Justin's field said, given who he's up against, right, like, he looked like – he looked like a rookie for, I don't know, his first 10 or 12 plays. Like it, it wasn't, it wasn't great. He was missing guys all over the place, you know, fumble here, fumble there. Like it just, it wasn't tidy by any means. Yeah. Um, um now like, uh, McCorkle. Yep. McCorkle, Save the best for last. McCorkle looked tidy, but like also he only averaged like, four yards of pass. Well, that's what I liked about his because he was, uh, I mean, he was getting the ball out. He was doing those quick little passes that we've seen New England do with Tom Brady for the last 20 years, and he was yep. hitting his guys. And I was like, this is like, this is exactly who Bill Belichick wants. This is his quarterback. So I like Yeah, and they said I think he was getting the ball out in 2.5 seconds was his average time holding the ball from snap to throw. Yeah, he was just playing pitch and catch. It was yeah. It was it was very easy. And he had the one deep touchdown pass that was really well thrown that got dropped that would have yeah. kind of changed a lot of the narrative. But like you know, you I mean Josh McDaniels is going to be stressing if you know Mac Jones is you know, averaging four yards an attempt, you know, a couple weeks into the season. Yeah. I mean, because even in the check down offense, right, that Brady, you know, that kind of, that Brady was not given credit for, right? I mean, yeah. And granted, this is the greatest of all time we're talking about here, but like when he started to hit his stride, it was 7. 7.8, 7.8, 8.3, 7.8, 7.9, 8.6, 7.6. 6. Like, those are good to great yards per attempt. Like, you're not going to see a four anywhere on here, right? Like, it would just, well, I guess what I'm getting at is McCorkle's performance, while accurate, is unsustainable. Like, you can't, yeah. 
you you can't be an NFL quarterback if those are if those are going to be his numbers. So if like if this is who he's going to be, they're going to have to they're going to have to do a whole hell of a lot more. Like he basically can't throw interceptions. Like he basically has to be Drew Brees if he's going to kind of be be running the offense like this. Now it's one game and they're going to open things up and he had the, the long touchdown pass that was dropped and things like that. So this isn't, I, I don't think it's an arm strength necessarily issue, but like you can't, you can't throw the ball four yards and attempt down the field and expect to win NFL games. Too many things will go wrong, especially with a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, um, good, good start though. Good McCorkling. Yeah, they I think got, uh, got it out of the way. I think that's the type of quarterback he is going to be. So if he can do it, then they're going to be successful. But yeah, that's uh, plus it's also the preseason. You know, you're not you're not playing with a full playbook, and he's a rookie, so yeah, so interesting, interesting. But yeah, yeah. I was uh, I thought every I thought every quarterback. I think a lot of the fan bases have something that they can hold on to and say, hey, that was. That was promising from my uh, from my quarterback, my young quarterback. So I thought all those guys had something. Nobody's freaking out. I think is yeah. the yeah yeah. Like you definitely don't see teams reacting to the way these quarterbacks did. The way people are reacting to Mahomes' new shoe. Right. <laughs> the I I call them the algae ones. Um. <laughs> Yeah, that thing's gross, man. Yeah, what happened? People were in the comments saying that, like, the shoe's fine, the color sucks. And I'm like, I'm not used to shoes coming out in multiple colors all at the same time. Like, I'm that old. Yeah. That that I am not used to, like, oh, you know, there's a bunch of different colorways coming out at the same time. Like, it just doesn't, like, the all I see are grass stains or in highlighters right now yeah the lemon lime green yeah that's all i saw there's more colors oh there's there better be more colors because that is uh not a good look and his logo's like awesome and a little weird at the same time no it's all it's pretty much awesome yeah let me let me send you the uh have you seen the, the his like his like his his logo like his TB12 style logo? It's like a triangle thing. No, no, this thing. I'm gonna text it to you. I'm the one I'm looking text- at is, is like a triangle, an upside down triangle with a circle around it. Um, this one looks like a gladiator mask. Okay, yeah, I see it. Like a 300. The movie 300 Gladiator Man. Yeah. Yep. No, I just saw your text. I didn't love it. I didn't. I was about to say it was a weird logo. And then, like, I saw it flat on the screen as opposed to, like, on the wrinkled shirt or whatever. And I'm like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. I'm with that. Um, But the shoes, the green ones are the only ones that are on the fucking website. Yeah. I don't know what everybody thinks. Just, like the shoe's fine, the color sucks. Where's the other colors? I just I feel like I've been lied I thought to. it was. 
Yeah, they. I mean, you can't just drop a, a neon yellow shoe. You better have some other color options because that thing is uh, – that's an acquired taste right there. I don't know how many people are uh, – That I won't be acquiring. Yeah. It's a weird fucking shoe, man. Yeah. Weird. Just fucking weird. But, hey, he's really good, so – yeah, you do. You can do it every once. No, it's not like he needs the shoes. To, you know, he doesn't need to be a shoe salesman to to have his money. Yeah, yeah, definitely doesn't need to be an Al Bundy. No, I don't know what. If you were, if you were getting signed, if you're Patrick Mahomes, like, what shoe company are you going? Like, that's who I'm going with. Are you going like the? the established Nike route? Are you going like the upstart, like Steph Curry? I'm going to go get an ownership piece in Under Armour or like, cause or like go with Kanye and go to Adidas. Who's who is Doug's signature shoe being made by? For me, I I'm an Adidas guy. Um, I like Adidas and New Balance. Their shoes are just a little bit wider for my fucking caveman foot. I like Nikes. They look <laughs> they look cool. They're just not wide enough. Um, but I really like Adidas. I've been buying Adidas and New Balance pretty much exclusively for the last, I would say, five six years. I've got about, I've got like yeah. dancer feet, like high arch, narrow, girly feet, Dance on. and. And the the Nike Dunks that I have are still tight. Really? Like they are so narrow. But anyways, I'm a Nike guy. Yeah, I wasn't always a Nike guy. Adidas. I've 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 owned a lot of Adidas, but uh, these days I'm I'm Nike. But yeah, yeah I've uh, I've 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 spread it around pretty good. I've gone. Uh... I've had some Reeboks in my time. I've had some of the Fila's, like the Grant Hill shoes back in the day. I love those ones. I uh, I've ha- I think I've had Fila. I've had K-Swiss. I'm not sure I've ever had Reebok. My brother wears a lot of Reebok. He wears the Reebok classics, like the same way typical people would wear Air Maxes or whatever. Um, but Reebok well, classics are his go-to. Well, Shaq had the Reebok pump. And then our my freshman basketball team, our team shoe was the Iversons. So I might have had a pair. I might have had a pair of pumps. Yeah. I'm sure I uh, did. Dude, I've had ASICs. ASICs I had a run of. I feel like when Kill Bill came out, ASICs got hot. <laughs> are you were you wrestling? <laughs> um New Balance are pretty comfortable shoes. You ever had any New Balance shoes? Yes. I like their shoes. Those are a comfy shoe. Yeah, my run. I think my running shoes are new balance, new balances, and also they are tucked away back in the dark recesses of my closet, Deep. never to be seen again. Because this boy don't run no more. <laughs> what about no. Sacconi? Have you ever heard of Sacconi? Yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of those. But yeah, mostly I always said it. I always said it's Sacconi, and I, I, I wouldn't. I have. I have no idea. Which one of us is right? But I don't either. I you could be right on that. I have no idea. I don't think I've, I've just, ever had a pair of Pumas. 
There was a when I when I first moved to San Diego, there was a Puma concept store in downtown San Diego. And I remember going there and buying like three pairs of shoes. Pumas was always something I felt like I always went because there was a in Santa Monica. There was a similar type store. There was a Puma store in Santa Monica and uh, um, Santa Monica was just an easy place to if you were like 17 to 19 to just kind of go walk around and hang out, hang out. And you you felt like you were kind of in the scene, even though you couldn't fucking get in anywhere. Um, (laughs) And uh, they had a Puma store down there. And I, I always walked through and I never fucking bought anything. Like it was always like, nah. oh yeah, let's go check this out. And I just never ever bought anything. Yeah. I've had, I probably had some shirts and stuff, but like, it always felt the name was that's a dope name, Puma. Puma. Yeah, Puma. they make cool stuff. I still have some. I still got some Puma shoes, and I still have a pair of the concept shoes. They're fucking weird ass looking shoes <laughs> that don't look right at all on me. I'm like the complete <laughs> wrong person to be wearing them. Um, but I like them. I kept them. <laughs> They're still in great condition. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm basically all, I I've turned into a, a half-ass sneakerhead, and I'm just basically yeah. like all Nike Dunks and Jordans right now. Yeah, I mean, I still have a pair of Air Maxes. Um, I got a couple Nike shoes left. Uh, so that's about it. But but mostly Adidas. Yeah, I got into a really nice I I I walked myself into the sneakerhead thing. I was basically just buying off the under hundred dollar rack uh yeah. off of Nike.com. And then I would get the shoe. It would be the wrong size for me because somehow the Nike SBs and the Nike Dunks and the Jordans all use different fucking sizing fucking um you know setups. But um, so I I'd, I'd, then I'd return them. I'd get another set. I, you know, I'd get the same shoe in a smaller, bigger size two weeks later. And and uh, and then I said, you know what? I'm going to graduate. And I think I think the the thing that broke the seal was I got my wife a pair of Jordans for Christmas, three Wise Men's Day, and yeah. uh, and that's what broke the seal. And now we like each have like four or five pairs of. Shoes that are way too expensive for <laughs> for for us. So, um, anyways, nice. Where did we get on this fucking? Oh, the Mahomes shoe. Yeah, the Mahomes yeah, shoe. Not adding that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I uh, I got a pair of the Nike ID ones. Actually, my buddy, actually our buddy Curtis, got them for me for my birthday one year. They said Air Doug on the heels. I had those nice. for a long, long time. Uh, nice. I mean, I've had some good Nike shoes. I've just had some that are just like just way too, way too narrow. But the SB ones are nice and wide. Those those are good ones. Yeah. Um, shoe game. Any uh, any final thoughts? Um, felt good to watch some preseason football last weekend. Browns looked good. All their backups looked good, at least. Feeling good about the Browns. Any Browns made the top 100 yet? I think they've had like a, a good amount. I think Baker was at 71. Um, I know Jarvis was at 94. Um, I thought they said there was going to be six or six of them on there. So 
we got we got three Niners on there. Usechek at ninety seven, Kittle at fifty, and uh, Trent Williams at the sexiest number in the world, forty two. Um, so I'm not sure anybody's going to come. Uh, uh, Fred Warner will come in probably. I don't know, probably top twenty. I imagine. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where Miles Garrett comes in at. Top ten, you think? I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I know he's going to break the Browns' sack record soon. Hopefully this year. Already. Well, just like the single season, oh, single sack season. record. Like, yeah, he should be able to pull that off this year as long as he's healthy. And... But everything I've read in practices, they can't keep. Like when Clowney and Garrett are lined up, they can't. They can't block them both. So I'm excited to see our defense especially after the last couple of years of playing shitty defense. So, but yeah, just excited about football in general. I, I scheduled a date for our, for my league's fantasy draft. I don't know if you got that email. Uh, I haven't looked. I successfully got out of being the commissioner in my league. I uh, you sent that text to me. I congratulate you on that. It's a nice, nice weight off the shoulders. You got jealous, <laughs> didn't you? A little bit, a little bit. I just the boys in in the uh, in the group message were just like, "When's the draft? When's the draft? When's the draft?" I'm like, "I'll do it this weekend." Yeah. And uh, well, here let's do hockey corner, and we haven't heard from Trevor yet this episode, so let's do hockey corner, and uh, we'll talk about the me getting out of the 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 draft the the commissionership uh, on the intro. All right, cool. All right. All right, uh, Trevor, take it away. Uh.